Disclaimer. No longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Questions and comments from anyone on any topic are welcome, so long as everyone is having fun. Life is short and nobody gets out alive, so be kind and let's have some fun. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Alliance Pride. Here's your host, Cassidy Lightwing. So yeah, today's episode we're going to be ta- talking a little bit about some of the fo- some of the uh, feedback we've gotten from you guys since Monday. Um, all of it supportive, no no hate mail, hooray! Yay. But there was some questions about you know all well intentioned. I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but there was some questions about how we can keep joking at a time like this. Some of the feedback has been thank you for for for, for being able to do this. In a, in a joyful way and then to others like hey you know i love you but why are you joking about this so we're going to explain a little bit today about using joy to cope with grief okay. so yeah that's a subject basically picked by you guys today because mm-hmm. there are seven stages i thought it was four well some people say five and some people will say seven you can say four can i say 69 oh you can say it. Jack, Connor, Susie. Hey, guys. But I'm, I'm 69 not gonna... shades of grief is not something that I want to endure. <laughs> no, but maybe there are 50 shades of grief. <laughs> no, the 50 shades of grief are sitting through that book. Not going to read it. Not going to watch it. Can't make me. I've got a note. I force myself to read it, and I'll tell you guys why. And it's not because of the the S and M. You'd think that because because Cassidy Cassidy's Cassidy's hose is a little kinky, but that wasn't it. See, I had spent literally twenty years figuring out the physics of how I wanted to express my world of fiction. You know what I mean? Because for those of you who are long term uh, viewers of the show, I originally wanted to do my mission and through fictional allegory. I wanted to make movies and and video games and stuff. And then if you happen to learn a few lessons on the way, hooray. If not, at least we all have a good time watching Amazons fight orcs and psychic dragons. You know? Works for me. Sabrina, hey! Or what? Said works for me. Right. You're feeling better, Sabrina. Yes, indeed. Prayers for Sabrina. So yeah, and so here I was having put all this 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 effort in, and because I was my father had taught me all about Tolkien, you know, and mm-hmm. Mozart and the the great ones. So I had it in my head I was going to be a great artist. You say yes, I'm so creative. So. I had put all this time. I wanted to do it, put as much in, work into it as Tolkien did, and and as much work into it as George Lucas did. And then I was watching an interview with George Lucas one day, and <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson said, "Hey George, can I have a purple lightsaber?" And George said, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And Samuel L. Jackson looked at the camera and said, "I'm getting a purple lightsaber." And I was like, "No." And that was the day I learned. The great ones didn't think this shit out as well as I thought they did. Are you sure, though, that there wasn't a little moment where it was like, okay, wait a minute. So it would have to be somebody that was touched by the dark side, but not influenced it. So you'd have to have a touch of red in his blue lightsaber. Okay, we'll make it perfect. See, that's how that's why that's that's how I thought it would have gone. 
But no, yeah. it was just Samuel L. Jackson with that purple theme. Watch his stuff. He wear has something purple in every role. I love Except it. for the, maybe that first one, you could argue that he doesn't have any purple in that bit part he plays in Coming to America. He's the robber mm-hmm. in Coming to America. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then I started looking into it and I started realizing, wait a minute, I am overthinking this. So I read Fifty <laughs> yeah. Shades of Grey. Okay. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm slaving over a hot pent desk for 20 years trying to get this done. And then 50 shades of flipping gray, you know, it's twilight fan fiction. It really is. And I'm not knocking it. If you like the book, awesome. You know, but it's fanfic. It doesn't, you don't have to. There's no nutritional value whatsoever. Pretty much. Uh, Jack says, wait, does he have purple in the Avengers? Yes, he does. It's a very, very deep purple. You might call it navy purple. But it's there. So, yeah, he he has something purple in everything. Uh, in Jurassic Park, his socks were purple. I believe you call that midnight purple. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Midnight purple. I'm trying to think of what other name they'd come up with for it, but I know exactly the shade that you're thinking of, and it's... Uh, Almost an eggplant or an aubergine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Almost like iridescent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's why I read Fifty Shades of Grey. And uh, I got to say, yeah, I was overthinking the hell out of all of this. So, Not well, us. We don't do that. <laughs> yes, we do. Tatanka. <laughs> Hi, hi, Karina. Think about how many positive comments and compliments you've gotten in your life. And then think about how many negatives. Do you remember the positives more or do you remember the negatives? See, that's one of the conundrums of human existence. Now, there's even a line in a song that I really like called Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. And uh, the position, the, 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 the singer of the song is a is being is a is a principal talking to the graduating class and he says one of the lines goes remember your compliments forget your insults and if you can figure it out tell me how and it's like it he just perfectly summed it up you know mm-hmm. well once upon a time in a faraway land when i used to work at a call center for publishers clearinghouse i'd have the privilege and pleasure of working with 200 people plus a day, you know, just boom, 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 talk, 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 mm-hmm. fix, 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 fix. And then there'd be that one screamer who would just knock your day down. And you're like, but I said, I was sorry. And I fixed it. Why are you still screaming? Right. I, I will never understand. That's how you attract predators. You know, <laughs> I don't get it. No, I don't either. So, uh, Galena, let Anna know I say hi. You know, hugs for Anna, all that stuff. Um, I'm, I, I can't quite understand. Are you saying that you want to talk about uh, hybrid amphibian upright humans or what? And Jack says, okay, I can't stay. Wanted to say, say, wanted to stay. So hi, and says good luck with the show. Why, thank you, Jack. Upright hybrid. Was it? Reptilian? No, she uh, upright hybrid amphibious slash upright human. Hmm. Okay. 
Interesting. I'm not sure you're trying to make a statement or you say you want to talk about it. Either way, it's fine with me. But we wanted wanted to talk about the main subject of the day, which is using joy to cope with grief. Okay. So I want to go back a little bit. So you guys understand that uh, Char is very, very hard of hearing. Okay. Now in California, the medicine situation was so bad, we couldn't even get her a hearing aid. You know, it, 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 it was, it, it's that much red tape. Okay. So here in Colorado, she finally got her, her, her hearing aid for the first time. And so she could finally express. Okay. It turned out she, she'd been in there and this is no big, no big surprise, but it turned out she'd been in there thinking for quite a long time and kind of wondering if anyone else had the same kind of thoughts she did, you know, like deep cosmic thoughts, you know? So in that sort of isolation, you know, where the only voice she had was herself and her higher spirit, you know, she, she came upon a lot of, uh, really good truths. Okay. And one of those is one of those was, you know, thanks to a bumbling doctor who said way too much in front of her thinking she wouldn't understand. Uh, one of the main things she wanted to express to people, to the whole world, you know, this is why she wanted to be a YouTube star. She wanted to express this stuff and she wanted to tell people her thoughts on joy and how joy works in your life. And it was really quite amazing her theorizing and how close it got to actual biology. But the point is, is she didn't want anyone to cry for her. You know, she wanted people to laugh, laugh at the funny things she said, you know, all that. Okay. So if you're wondering how we can cope with the, with, with, with the information and what we're going and what, what's happening, it's not that it's easier. It is easier said than done. I almost lost it just, just now. Barracuda. Exactly. Oh my God. All right. So I have a pretty eclectic taste in music and I play my music pretty loud and one of my one of one of the songs that would come up is the song you know Barracuda you know down the loon the loon the loon the loon the loon the loon down it's by heart thank you I was trying to remember the the, the name mm-hmm. so I'm working at uh, actually I was specifically painting the original version of the border you're looking at right now point of fact and the uh, the music was, was playing and right when at the perfect time, he just slides in wearing her socks right along with the music and goes, Ooh, Barracuda. And then takes off running. She wants us to remember stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, so it's, it is for her that we laugh. And quite frankly, like we've been saying from the very beginning, laughter breaks evil. Okay. Now you're not evil because you grieve, but yeah. to get lost in grief is a form of evil, not an evil that you're perpetrating an evil that's being perpetrated upon you, but still, right. okay. You can be our tax or betray you. It really is up to you. And if Drac were here, he'd be like, I'm Falcor. Fair enough. Be Falcor. Char was Falcor. Char is Falcor. Well, she will be Falcor again. <laughs> <laughs> Currently she's sleep or. Yeah. So, but she's sleep, not medically induced coma. Big improvement. So she'd be a candidate for that uh, procedure you mentioned earlier, the sleep. Oh, God. The sleep back to me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think they could take sleep from you. You meant splenectomy. 
Yeah. And I knew it, but I had to play. I just had to. But did you know that they've proven that if you delay your grieving process and you withhold your emotions, it physically causes problems with sleeping and stomach problems and headaches. And if you do it too long and too hard, brain lesions. Yeah. So, so. We, we need to deal with it. But, you know, just just to refresh i don't know if everybody remembers you know the order or whatever but if i remember right there's seven stages and it's shock and denial anger bargaining depression acceptance and hope and then processing the grief yeah i'm bouncing around those like a ping pong ball just just so everybody's clear a pinball 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 you're a pinball wizard and a deaf, dumb, and blind kid show plays a mean pinball. Don't, don't, do, do. Yeah, you don't parody, Tommy, unless you're Mr. Mr. Weird. Is it weird or Mr. Owl? Unless you're Mr. Owl, then you can do it. True story. <laughs> well, it's Weird Owl, so. Hey, Karina. Okay, so, so uh, Kalina, uh, um, clarifies, clarifies. That's the word I'm looking for. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, she wanted to know if there if there are extraterrestrial races which are amphibious and humanoid in nature. The answer is yes. Um, do I know them personally? No, but they're out there. You know, amphibioids are, are, are kind of a are kind of a rare morphology. Um, amphibians are are perfectly suited to survive where they're at, but as you guys know here on Earth, even your Terran amphibians take them out of that environment. They don't do so well. You know, so their their genome is pretty rare, but they do exist. Um, I'm not sure if the uh, Nomo are are amphibious or ichthyoid. That would mean you know, amphibians or, or fish. Different cultures have different <laughs> takes on that. So, so yeah, like I said, I, I wouldn't know them personally, but if I were you, I'd look in, start looking into uh, the Nomo. I look in, look into the Dogon tribe of Africa. That's D O G O N of Africa and uh, see what they have to say about the Nomo and see if that tracks. Now the, the Dogon are a perfect example because they're ready. They're readily, they're readily accessible. You can look them up. They've been on ancient aliens and their accounting of what the, of what the Nomo look and act like is pretty consistent all around the world, you know, from Pacific Islanders all the way to like the, to like, you know, the Japanese and the Okinawans, pretty much all the Pacific, you know, cultures know about the Nomo and they're all, they all pretty much agree. So when you say so. that, it's almost like you're saying no more. Oh, <laughs> no, no. The word nomo is just kind of an aggregate. Uh, the different cultures call them different things, but it's always that kind of cadence of words. It'll be like the go, the globo or the, or the doguo or something like, you know, something like that. I think in China, they're the, the huguo, I think is what it, what it is, but it's always that kind of, of procession. So I just say nomo. And that also recalls it back to that's the same word that they use on ancient aliens and for the same reason. So I was like, screw it. Can't beat them, join them. Right? Works for me too. Nomo. So, no, no, no. Uh, the Nomo is the alien, is, is the extraterrestrial alien, whatever race. You, It's the Dogon tribe, the D O G O N. Okay. And look up the, and you'll, you'll see their relationship with the planet Sirius B. 
And again, all these cultures, every culture that's encountered the the Nomo, that they've always been very clear to be to be consistent with the human tribes that, that they have in, have contact with. So you have all these primitive tribes that knew about Sirius B before NASA knew about Sirius B. You know. In fact, in in uh, in traditional science, it was a bit of a of a shall we say a a funny foible. It was like, aha, we know these guys didn't have access to aliens because there's no star there. Ha ha. Uh, wait, wait, what? Oh, star. apparently there is a star there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's one of those things, you know. <laughs> I want to quote, uh, I want to I want to quote System of a Down and I say, science has failed our world. Science has failed our Mother Earth. Spirit moves through all things. Of course, he said it a little more energetically. All right. The uh, Chris, Christopher Shira says, what do you know about the Tangri Tangri race? Um, not by that name, but nothing, nothing. Sounds like it sounds like it could be. Are you talking about the Tengu from Japan? Uh, but yeah, Tangri Tangri, nothing. See, I don't know everything. Just I try to stick to the subjects I do know. That way makes me look smarter than I really am. It's the Dunning-Kruger complex. Oh, sorry. I, I I love that. I absolutely love. For those who are new to the show, my my birth name was Dunning. Yeah. I am now officially Cassidy Lightwing, though. I got my papers. Felicitations, which is congratulations in French. Well, thank you. And they're not a sponsor. But if y'all want to sponsor us, we're right here. And that is the, oh, and then I, then I forgot the name of the company. Cut, take two. <laughs> Give Dang me it. a hint and I'll tell you. <laughs> it's that it's that, that Scottish titles place. Oh. Uh, you've probably seen commercials for it where you can go, you can get a, you go buy like a little one square foot of land, you know? Yes. You are technically a lord. Well, we're we, a landed country now. Right now, we went ahead and did, we went the extra and made sure that we could build that we bought enough that you could build put a structure on it because that's actually like the full law. So now, in American law, that actually gives me the right now to change my name. You know, so basically, as far as the UK is concerned, I'm Cassidy Lightwing. Period. Now, I do still have to file the appropriate paperwork here in America, but it's not that bad. I believe it's under two hundred. So. Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't be too much of a problem now that we're removed here, you know. And which, I, which by the way, ties it back to the coping episode, coping portion of the episode, which we'll get right back to in just a second. Uh, Christopher says, "Yeah, the Mongol deity was a Tengri alien species, and their faiths were Mother Earth and a Father God." I wish I knew more about Mongol culture. I really, truly, honestly do. Um, I'm not going to lie because the Who is one of my favorite bands. So. <clears throat> And that H or W H O, it's H U, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I think they intended that. I I, I want to think they did that on purpose, you know. But if you guys have seen the uh, the that you know like where it's like a group of Mongol guys singing with a guy from Papa Roach about brotherhood, that's them. And that doesn't surprise me that the Mongols were a uh, you know, had a nature based religion. It doesn't surprise me at all. Now I would I want I want to do a little bit more research into that and you know so Tangri Tangri you say 
and he says it was an alien god. I would love to check that out. That's right up our alley. Yes, yes, it is. No, wrong show. Not describing our alley. <clears throat> okay, so now that Cassidy's head is a little bit further out of the gutter than it was, it was a few moments ago. So, yeah. Um, where was I? We were talking about grief. Mm-hmm. We're just guess which one is the it. hardest? Yeah. Guess which one is the hardest to get over? Bargaining. Nope. No. No. Which one? Depression. Mm, the old mm-hmm. dirty bastard. Mm-hmm. And the the way that you get out of it is you need to feel it and experience that very very deep sadness. And then you come to a place where you accept the loss, you make some meaning for it in your life, and somehow you're able to move on. Well, yeah. And we choose joy. Exactly. Which reminds me what I was about to circle back around to, because it's completely related. Now, one of the, one of the uh, things that we had gotten, some of the feedback that we had gotten, was that everyone was expecting, I guess, the, on the Monday's episode to be very sad, you know, whatnot. I want to point out that now that we're here in the new place, this is this is what we've been working frantically for for seven years. Okay, there's you know, kids around. We're safe. You know, the 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 state's on to what my family's been doing. It, we can start a new life. This is what we were working so hard for. So now that we're here, I don't have to do crazy 27 hour days. <laughs> and if you're thinking, if you're wondering how the math works on that, it doesn't. That's how busy I was. I once ran into myself coming in and out of the room. I was, like, I was going that way and I was coming this way. Yeah, it was a mess. True story. What? <laughs> Kalina says she says that uh, Anna says she's a star child. That doesn't surprise me at all. The starseed awakening is upon us. You know, the awakening seems to have been happening in in various stages, uh, starting with that new age. I think, you know, when people started to realize that the the indigo children were actually here, they were no longer a prophesied thing. You know, when would you say new age started? Because I would say mid eighties, mid nine, you know, to like the mid nineties. <clears throat> I've been able to track New Age back to the 20s, and once again, you're, you're going to like this, guys. The uh, Tool, um, the Tool Occult Society. Yes, you are right. That was a, a very, <clears throat> shall we say, dark time. And to me, in the 80s, what they were trying to do was concentrate on the light end of it. Mm-hmm. They weren't looking for power. They were looking for healing. Right. That being said, those that serve the shadow will always try to drink power whenever they can. So. But yeah, so the idea that, that you might be a starseed, absolutely. The, the only thing that defines a starseed is that one of one or more of their, of their previous incarnations is close enough to your current incarnation that your body can remember. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? And by the way, that's that's the that's also the answer to why like so many people can remember being Charlemagne, you know. Now factoring out the ones who are just seeking attention, the crazy ones. See, your past lives isn't really a matter of time. 
It's not a matter of, oh, well, in 1984 or whatever. It's a matter of which incarnations were closest to you. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Almost like a soul memory. Right. And that's closest to who you are now and what you need to learn in, in this life, you see. So for some people, that means that their incarnations spent on other worlds are one of the most relevant incarnations, and therefore it bubbles to the surface. So one is defined as, as a star seed when those that bubbling gets strong enough to cause what's called an echo, which is a change in your body. You know, a, a DNA, and that's what you heard people talking about the DNA crystallization. That's part of it. Once your once your DNA begins the crystallization process, you're then classified as a starseed by human standards. By Cassidy standards, we all just folks. Can we just just enjoy the ride together? I, I don't to like his along. names, you know. And try to get along. Come on, people! Now smile on each other. Everybody get together and try to love one another right now, right now. Right now. Oh, I actually got a good vibrato on that one. Yes, you do. Okay, Christopher posts a link to the Tangri Tangri. Thank you very much, Christopher. I'm going to open that in a new tab. Uh, we might get like a glitch. Or, I don't think so. This is the new. This is the new studio machine. So we'll see. Got the power. Tab test number one. Live tab test enable. <laughs> oh, man. I was actually hoping for a glitch. It just went out. Well, meh. are we back? Yeah, I don't oh, know. No, it, it worked. Okay. Very well, new studio computer. You may stay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's that. that the fact is, is that when you have less on your plate that you must deal with, you can deal with each individual thing on your plate with a much more of your attention, you know? Yes. And I'm not going to lie. I, I succumb to depression and rage more than once on this show. You know, it, it's all part of my perfection. I'm perfectly imperfect in every way, like Mary Poppins, but more metal. <laughs> well, she's perfectly perfect in every way. That's true. That's true. I can't, you, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't misquote the Poppins. She's gangster. She'll come and sing a song at you, and you'll feel real guilty. Mm-hmm. True story. Mm-hmm. Ah, so Christopher says yes. I've been studying a ton on DNA activation, and and has been my new favorite subject. Oh, I can agree. That is a really good one. Now, for those of you who are interested in DNA activation, I want you guys to consider one thing, and this this will this will hopefully help you with any doubt that you have. Well, how could the spiritual stuff affect molecular science? I want you guys to understand something. Take a look at the DNA molecules. See how close they already are to being crystalline? It's literally just a very subtle, and they will arrange themselves in the crystalline structure. It's that easy. That's why all it takes is essentially a signal from your brain, you know? Once the mitochondria pick up that signal, they spread it to the rest of your body and change all the DNA at once. And that's how you get these sudden mutations like the monkey man, who is my favorite example of all time. You know, useless, useless superpower, dude. Um, I would go back and give yourself Wolverine claws or something. 
But yeah, you got to look him up. He was a guy one day decided, like with all his heart and soul, like up here, like up here decided. Not in here, not in here, not even in the cockles of his heart. (laughs) Up here, the spiritual level, he decided he wanted to be able to climb like a monkey. And basically, damn near overnight, his phalanges, that's your finger bones. Oh, I showed my fingers to the wrong cameras over here. The new setup is awesome, but it's confusing. All right. So it's found that his phalanges, his finger bones, got reinforced and his his bones started to change. Okay. It can happen overnight. And yes, I'm talking to someone very, very specific who's been close to my heart. Uh, May body, you know who you are. So, yeah. Uh, Christopher says, capable of mutating and also repairing distorted genes as well. Exactly, Christopher. That's why we were saying don't hate on people who took the vax. Your telomeres will correct the vax, what it does to your DNA. Now, there have been more and more evidence of vaccine-related injuries during that process. But still, ask yourself the question, what's better? You know, and decide for yourself mm-hmm. and never let anyone shame you for your, for your decision one way or t'other. My fifth grade teacher, who I am Facebook friends with, put up a post I found so intriguing. He said, why is it that my vaxxed friends who have had all of their boosters are coming down with COVID? The problem is, and that's actually a legitimate answer. I know it's a meme, but there's a legitimate answer. The problem is, is that when the vax, when the telomeres finally do activate and repair your DNA, it's repaired to a pre-COVID situation. So you you still have to get the right antibodies, you know, and that comes from the fact that it's not a true vaccine. It is a form of inoculation, but it's not a true vaccine. Now, a true vaccine would use deceased COVID-19 cells and you know, see the way the way vaccines work when they're working properly. OK, I'm not talking for, for the anti-vaxxers in the crowd. I'm not endorsing run out and shoot yourself up with all the flu shots or anything like that. OK, what you what the way your immune system functions is that it recognizes the DNA of certain intruders. Once it can recognize the DNA of an intruder, it can formulate a. uh molecular level defense, whether that's some form of acid or, you know, some form of enzyme, uh, finding a way to digest the intruder, whatever it is. Once you're right, once your immune system gets a hold of that DNA, you can start formulating a response. Okay. What the vax tries to do is make a mutation within your body that thickens your cells so that they can't get pierced by the corona by the horns of the coronavirus. Novel approach, but doesn't actually solve the problem, you know. But yeah. Karina says, thank you for validating about vaccinations. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, there's a lot of people that are anti-vax and I don't blame you, but the, the answer to the situation with vaccines is knowledge. You know, the Right now, vaccine technology is being treated in such a way as so as to be infallible. So if a company, maybe a company that rhymes with Bronson and Bronson, (laughs) you know, makes a makes a vaccine that say thickens your blood so that, you know, little girls on VAD devices can't take it or it'll kill them. Just say just hypothetical, just hypothetical. I'm not talking about anybody in specific, but just say that they did that. 
the way the laws work right now, there is no recourse. Okay, yep. vaccine technology is held as above the law, and uh, no. <laughs> that was so scary to me. It's like, excuse me, if something goes wrong with this, we have no recourse. Right. That's not medically right. You should not be able to give us something that might hurt us without us being able to say, excuse me, why'd you do that? Right. Now, for those people who who trust vaccines less than others, I do have, I do, there is light on the horizon. You know, very, very soon the technology is going to be here where the vaccination will consist of them basically feeding the genetic information directly to your immune system. Okay. It's not hard. You're almost there if they don't have it already. Although if somebody were to say to me, actually, I, I got a, I got a secret transmission from the CIA on Mars and they say they already got that technology, but they're holding it back because vaccines make more money. I will believe you. Yeah. Look at uh, how long it took for their big farm to acknowledge the fact that our sweet little cannabis plant can do more than all of their pills. Indeed. I mean, they let people suffer and die for, what, 80 years over that one? Corinna says some people don't give their DNA enough credit. Hallelujah. And yes, Karma, we missed you too. I, I... I was not in a condition to do a show for a while. Um, I'm told it was like a month. Yeah, it was it was exactly a month from our last show on Monday when we did our our first show again. Yeah, I thought it was like a couple days. I know you were out of it. You were literally in the hospital for a week, Mm. weren't you? I don't know. After the second day, it all kind of runs together into uh, into like an orgy of 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 gourmet like five star meals. That's just amazing to me. Like I said, I have not. Thankfully, I have not been in a hospital or eaten hospital food for almost forty years. So, come to Colorado. Get treat. Get treated like you should be at the hospital. Mm-hmm. I don't Carmen. think there'll be a need for me to go to the hospital. Oh, yeah. But well, so, it's nice to know. Dude, I ate so well in that hospital, I considered breaking my arm just so I could go back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like, like, wait, so this is what your diet is? Right away, sir. Here's something. Do you like this? Oh, oh my God. An omelet made of meat. Wait. Yep. Technically, they're all made of meat. But you get the meat with egg in it. You get the yep. idea. Yeah, whatever I wanted, man. And they're prepared for any any quirk of of nutrition. So, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Karma says yesterday I read about how more young adults are dying from SADS. Supposedly it's not related to the vaccine. I don't know. Just thoughts. Yeah, I I don't buy that it's not related to the vaccine at all. Um, unfortunately, the the a lot of the a lot of the facts in these cases are consistent with how gee how do you say this without tripping off the youtube people and then youtube goes krinos and kills cassidy in four rounds um <laughs> okay okay no we can do this we can do this. Let's, let, let's dance together all right so certain facts in these cases correlate a little too closely with certain other facts from a few other cases that we may or may not be talking about at the moment Oh, crap. Well done. Ooh, I love to dance a little side dance. 
So, and Karma says, I hope you're doing better now. Actually, I am. The pain is pretty bad, but knowing that it actually is for a reason is actually very, very good. Um, Medical vindication. Yeah. At last. Yeah. I'm walking around with necrotic organs. I shouldn't be happy about that, but given how much pain it is, it's been in, it was like, that's, that's a justification for how it's not in my head. The level of pain was not in my head. I was not being a big baby about it. Uh, yeah. You can't so, fake the level of pain you were in. All right. Thank you. But, you know, so they I found the, to... they found the necrotic organs. They found, they, they got the gangrene removed from my abdomen. And it turns out I was in exactly as bad a condition as I feared, but they're treating it now. So, on the one hand, I can emotionally deal with the pain and the nausea because I know it's it's not just in my head. I'm like, okay, I know what that is now. I'll be a tough guy, he said before he bursts into tears like a little baby. So, it, so it, it, it's things are better in that sense, you know. The pain is so much worse than it was last time you guys saw the show. Like, I had a full full blown breach. Uh, Full whatever organs are 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 dealing with it. They notice the spleen. They suspect a few more, but one of them burst, and it was bad. And I was almost not here for showtime. If you catch my drift, where's my? I need a fidget. Give me a fidget. <laughs> oh, I wanted to use the little lightsabers that Poe got me. Lightsaber chopsticks. But they are not yeah. present currently. You'll have to find them for another show. Yeah. Well, let's see. All right. Chris says, sudden sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah, uh, it's the same crap they say about babies after getting all these shots. Suddenly die from that crap that's in those things. That's just my researching, what my researching has shown me. Well, I can't you say think? you're incorrect. The facts okay. of that situation. Dance, yeah, dance, thank dance, you for- dance. That, that uh, thank you for clarifying because when I think of SADS, I think of seasonal affective disorder. Oh, but, but for it to be adults dying mysteriously that way, not so cool. Oh, and by the way, if I could, I'd hand you my knitting needle. Oh, I would so hurt myself with that. <laughs> like within seconds, the audience would be like, all right, all right, all right, everybody, shut up, shut up, shut up. Three, two, oh, my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys. You'd be counting down. It'd be all fun and games until somebody gave you a knitting needle. Okay. Then I know to keep my knitting needles away from you. I got to tell you guys that the don't let Cassidy have tools story sometime. Mm-hmm. Christopher says, that's why I am non-vax. Since I've been an adult, I haven't vaccinated myself. I don't really trust them. Not going to hate those who wish to choose differently. Just I, I see a Oh, I can only look out for myself and, and offer my advices. Cool. And that's a healthy attitude, man. You know? Yep. The reason I am concerned and choose not to do it for myself is threefold. One, I have a doctor's note literally saying not to have a flu shot even because it's created with eggs. I'm not supposed to have so many eggs because I'm related to them. Uh, two, it has not been tested to my satisfaction. And like I said before, um, I had, I'm old enough that I had 
the dreadful uh, smallpox vaccine. Mm. I still have the small smallpox scar on my arm right here. And because of that, there were so many complications to children in my age group that, you know, thinking on it now, I hope I, I probably won't participate myself, but I hope that there is some sort of class action lawsuit eventually for those of us who did survive it, but came out with horrible uh, complications later on. Yeah. I wouldn't hold my breath, but in a right and just world that would be there, you know, the, mm-hmm. like that, that's kind of what I mean. Um, the ask yourself, would you rather have polio or, or the side effects? Of course you'd rather have the side effects, but that doesn't mean we should just stop developing right there. You know, that doesn't mean you can just, you know, throw a bunch of crazy chicken goo in somebody and then, and then, Oh, well, they died. Not my fault. It doesn't work that way. You know, this, mm-hmm. th- these are side effects of having the vaccines built by the lowest bidders. You know, you can find, you can take a tour of some of these, you know, places where they actually construct the vaccines, these low, these low bidding places. They, dude, some of these places are a little better than a chicken coop, you know? Yeah. So it's pretty, it, it can get pretty raunchy. Kind of a sad world, though, where we were programmed shower to shower each day helps keep odor away, you know? And now we find out that, uh oh, that very same shower to shower powder causes some really bad ailments. And they knew about it and they didn't tell us. So you can get a lawsuit settlement for that. But yeah. not for something as enforced as a vaccine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why it's important for everybody to take a stand wherever you are, whatever you believe, take a stand, you know, but everybody has to remember, and this is where, where everyone's going overboard and has been since around 2012, your rights end here, that your, your neighbor's rights end here, you know? When it gets to the point where you're trying to enforce what you want for your rights on somebody else, you've lost. Okay. Okay. Equality only works when we all get it in equal measure, you know? Exactly. So. Kalina says, my daughter had the whole ancestry.com thing done and she has Mongolian bloodlines and from the Congo and indigenous tribes. Hmm. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, there's a lot going on in Africa. A lot more than people think. So, yeah. No, I'm not against anyone who wishes to to get the vaccines either, especially since when you know how when you know how to navigate the system, you can always get the good vaccines. You got to understand there's two different grades in any given hospital. There's the stuff they give you and the stuff they'd give their own kids. Okay, the stuff they give their own kids, yeah, some of it's going to come out of your pocket. You're going to have a copay or whatever, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many how many doctors tried to bully us into vaxing Char, and the end the ender was always, "Are your kids vaxed?" Oh, yeah. Then you can kindly get out of my face before I get impolite. So the startling number of uh, 
officials, doctors, et cetera, et cetera, who would not give that to their own kids should cause question. Okay. And we should be allowed to question that. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that means it's bad, but we should be allowed to at least have the talk, you know, not domestic terrorists. If we choose to ask questions. Right. And I don't know about anybody else, but the minute somebody tells me, oh, don't question that. Oh, buddy, you just turned on the calculator. Exactly. Let me look that up. Yeah. So it's just. Oh, tell me not to do something, please. Right. There's a certain level of of, uh, refined defiance amongst our people. Tatanka. Yeah. (laughs) Robert says the United States of America is a constitutional republic Um, I believe that's correct I think so it's actually not a direct democracy correct it is a democratic republic yes it's right there yeah I'm live right now (laughs) it's right there in what we say or used to say and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. But we don't say that anymore in classrooms. We never should have. It's a mind bomb. I mean, imagine trying to extract an, an, a, 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 an oath of knighthood from kindergartners. The fuck is wrong with people? If you teach your children young, they will fall back on it. Same with church. Yeah, but let me tell you guys, just 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 pointing this out, you know, before the Pledge of Allegiance was starting to get enforced, when that was something you said as an adult, you know, when you said it, when you knew it was serious, when you said it in your heart, maybe it's false correlation, but people were a lot more patriotic. They understood the civil contract and quite frankly, things ran a lot better. We you know. just had a big bada boom of uh, thunder, so I apologize That's why for you a second. I glitched, but I did hear it, and it was a big bada boom. Bada back boom. Mm-hmm. How are we doing on time? Uh, we are forty-six minutes, so we got fifteen minutes left, or we can you know bring it to a close. We can you know the, the whole point is is that using joy to cope with grief. We, we, made, we made our points on that one. So now on yeah. Friday's episode, we hope to have a guest and we're going to try to get back to Friday guest day <clears throat> and then work back up to the old proper schedule from there. The goal is to eventually get back up to five days a week. Which would be awesome, but we'll see how you feel. That's why I said it's an eventual goal. I'm not saying we're going to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to pick my belly button and watch Star Wars. <laughs> what an enchanting thought. Yeah. I think I'll be knitting and painting. See, yours is way better. Can I change my answer? Mm-hmm. I'll be knitting and painting, too. Or I'll be painting something knitting. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we should, I, you know... We really should all be able to question whatever we need to. That's the whole point of the social experiment that is the American Constitution. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm willing to fight to keep my right to to, to free speech. I'm willing to use the second to defend the first. 
I may be a sexy space cat, folks, but I'm an all-American sexy space cat. And really think about it. Any other country in the world, they would have, they would have had me, to, to quote one of my favorite movies, they would have had me locked in a cell with a number burned into my forehead. So. I support the right to arm bears. Okay, okay, okay. Bears armed <laughs> with Batmans who have chainsaws. No, 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 no. Lightsabers. Lightsabers. Yeah. This, this I can go along with. Oh, God. And now in my imagination, I got a bear. He's swishing the Batman around like nunchucks. Okay. I think it's time to maybe, maybe, maybe take a nap. <laughs> well, then that's all for now, dear lights. Yes. Uh, one more second. Actually, Candace brought okay. up something I would really like to highlight. She, Candace says, I was just watching Jordan Peterson lectures on free speech. Yes. I highly recommend Jordan Peterson, especially if you're one of the people that have been told that Jordan Peterson is a, is a is a, like an ist of any kind or whatever. When you start listening to what he has to say, you'll realize why they're trying to discredit him. Jordan, Jordan Peterson's main philosophy is clean up your room before you try to clean someone else's. Good answer. Where have we heard that before? But his, one of his most famous things, he has this way of breaking Disney movies down, like classic Disney movies like Pinocchio, into these amazing life lessons. Yeah, look him up. I'm not saying, I'm not, if you don't like him, you don't like him, that's cool. But give him a shot. Don't let cancel culture win. Let's say his name one more time. Jordan Peterson. Okay, wrote it down. And even if you don't like his philosophy... I want you to consider Jordan Peterson was one of the was one of the first people to survive and beat benzo addiction, utilizing his own philosophies. So he 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 put his money where his mouth was and survived. That's not nothing. Maybe that doesn't mean maybe that doesn't authorize him or van, or vandalize him. Don't vandalize Mr. Peterson. That would suck. <laughs> How about vindicate? Yeah. But it doesn't, maybe not, maybe it doesn't vindicate him, but it's not nothing. Robert says I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, free speech ought to offend. Kristen, help me. I'm trying not to do George Carlin's, George, George Carlin's word, the whole seven dirty words. It's like it's trying to explode at my chest like an alien chestburster. <laughs> I don't even think that those apply anymore. I don't know. I with think C word applies. Well, with all the F bombs that I've heard on different shows, and I have seen them bleep uh, certain things. Like, um, oh, I'm trying to think of one thing that they won't ever, they won't say D R U G. That gets bleeped. Mm -hmm. uh, trafficking gets bleeped. S E X gets bleeped. Um, yeah, pretty pretty much basic things that you would not expect, but they get bleep. You know what's weird? So if, you hear, if you hear a bunch of bleeps, yeah, then it worked. Yeah, Christopher, what's one of the best Jordan Peterson quotes ever? Facts don't care about feelings. Right. Or is that Ben Shapiro? I don't know. Yeah, I would love Mr. to have Ben Shapiro Walken on the show. That would be cool. What was that? Sounds Mr. Vulcan to me. Highly logical. Mm -hmm. So, 
And Robert says, growing up, sound off like you had a pair. Yeah, grow up and sound off like you've got a pair for whatever. A pair of whatever. A pair of papayas. We all know what Robert means, but. Cojones. Huevos. <laughs> Mamos. For those of you who've seen that movie. Uh, so, yeah, Raven Lightwing is my son. Um, that's that's for anyone who's curious. And but to, to answer Kalina specifically, Raymond Lightwing is my son. He comes with me on all on pretty much all my work. I've been trying to teach him everything I know about 5D, uh, quantum healing, everything. So he comes with me on the healing expeditions, uh, protection exhibitions. He comes with me to war. You name it. You know. He didn't give me a choice after when he saw what the one what the entity did to my guts he was like nah dad you're not doing this alone anymore so mm-hmm. thanks ray and quite frankly he's a better healer than i am which is what it should be well he uses the reiki technique and yours is a little different so. yeah my my what i do is can and let's get this out since we have a few more minutes let's get let's get this out of the way all of my healing comes from my faith Okay, it doesn't come from magics. It doesn't come from any of that. My people's technology is able to channel these energies because it accounts for it. You know, things like what you might call divine energy or Holy Spirit, you see, but it's all faith. Okay, I want to make that very clear. People like to spread the rumors. Oh, Cassidy doesn't have any real power. Yeah, you're right. Cassidy doesn't. But Cassidy's boss does. And if you don't like it, take it up with our boss. And if you don't like it, you can sit on attack. <laughs> but that raises questions like, Cassidy, if you serve Christ or whatever, how can you also be a pagan? Um, it's because I don't know everything. Um, in the Even in the Bibles, there were several of the apostles go... And they talk to pagans, and they're like, "Ah, eh, these guys are cool. They follow the Holy Spirit too. They just call it a different name." Exactly. Exactly. I can barely dress myself. I know who's following what God. You know, I find that life is best when you just, when you assume that there is no God coming, not in your heart, but live your life assuming that there is no one coming to save you. You got to save yourself. Save yourself. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think I told you about that dream I had that was just such an unlikely scenario for me because in my in my works, I, I always try to be faith-based. And so I had this crazy dream. And in this dream, a very angry voice was saying, humans, you need to stop. You need to stop doing this. And I'm like, well, what, what do they need to do? What, what is it that you need? Well, they need to stop blaming God for their problems and they need to work them out for themselves. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's part of maturity. Now, yeah. That's all it is, is. It's just people getting to a point in their life where they take accountability for their actions and what they have done in their life that gets them to where they're at. Yeah. Whether for good or for bad. Right. And when you look at the situation mathematically, right, factor out religion, factor out everything that we need to factor out, like 10,000-year-old tribal grudges, you know what I mean? Even 
200-year-old tribal grudges. If it didn't happen to this generation, let it go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you when you, when you you get through all the bull crap, look at the situation mathematically, factor out everything that's not doing humanity any good, what you're left with is Christians and Muslims sitting down and saying, hey, this is what I believe. Hey, this is what I believe. Holy crap, we believe the same thing. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't feel that any place exemplifies that better than the situation between Christianity and the Native Americans. I mean, you you need to look it up for yourself. The Lakota religion specifically, if you're a Christian, you know, you don't understand or or even if you're not a Christian, you just don't understand how Christians and pagans can work together. Look into the Lakota religion. You're going to get some fun stuff. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Call me and say, Cassidy, Cassidy, guess what I just learned? I'll be like, yay! But the ultimately on that whole thing, it goes like this, you know, and now the, the, now the Muslim you know, Christian debacle is not as pr- pronounced in, in uh, pop culture as it used to be, you know, but it boils down to this. You can talk. You can get two people, religious people that hate each other. Like truly, truly, they would they would kill each other and eat each other's heart. And if you stick them in a room alone together, but you can get them to come out and be friends with one simple story. And that is the story of the uh, Tower of Babylon or Tower of Babel. Yeah. 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 Because that's in, that's in everybody's religion. Every single culture. And the two, there's, the two beats are that are always remain the same. Okay, now some it's a giant tree, some they built a mountain of skulls, whatever, whatever, whatever. The point is that mankind, in his arrogance, erected a thing that they thought would bring them closer to the gods. And the gods said no. And to prevent it from happening again, cursed humanity with with multitude of languages. Those two beat points are in every version of the story. And I'm sorry, but I think that as a people... I think we're mature enough to handle that now. So maybe we should start to think about it. Exactly. All right, take her away. That's all for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. Never forget that you are amazing. You are loved. Be well, be safe out there, and we'll see you on the next show. Bye. <laughs> oh, I'm used to having an outro. Um, we. and you use doctor who i love it okay that was a fun episode (sighs) feel better now so much better good doing the shows usually charges me up i like talking to people oh shit it's still recording all right let me hold on one second okay That's all the time we have for now, dear lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.